Hello, my friend. Um, today, we have already shared with you a miracle. A miracle that science cannot explain. A woman in a woman's prison in California is now pregnant with a baby. And all of the inmates in the women's prison in California are women. Yes, some of them were men, but they identify as women. It's a miracle. Science can't explain it, kids. Uh, and I'm not even going to begin to try to explain it other than a miracle. But I have a coming I have a coming miracle in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck mm. Program. Yes. Sir. You know the guy standing there pointing a gun at you? You know, saying, hey, can I just borrow your wallet? I just want to borrow it for a short time. You know, uh, when that guy is uh, when that guy standing in front of you with a gun in your face, it's kind of hard to, you know, take the idea of cyber criminals seriously, you know. But if you don't, you're apt to find yourself in a world of financial uh, hurt when they sneak in and take everything from you. And you don't even have any idea that anything has been taken from you. Cybersecurity. Take it seriously. Cybercrime and identity theft will affect your life. And we put everything on the Internet and it is at risk. And that's what cyber criminals and the federal government, I think, are counting on. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com. Lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. We just had the miracle of two women somehow or another having a baby what would you say if i told you that ben and jerry had a baby as well <laughs> another miracle uh, except this baby is uh kind of stillborn um this baby of theirs is the uh, boycott of israel's illegal occupation oh wow yeah yeah. yeah, the illegal occupation of Judea, Ju- Judea, Judea, which, as we all know, has nothing to do with uh, Judaism or or Jews. Jews. Judea? Why would it? Why would it? Why? Why? Would why? It? Where would you even get that? <sighs> you know, In Samaria. Nobody's ever associated that with Israel. Never. So, um, Not like Judea. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, the illegal occupation, um, they have, uh, Ben and Jerry have decided they're not going to do any business uh, and have any part of Israel's uh, illegal occupation of Judea. <laughs> um, apparently, apparently, the franchisees are a little upset. Now, this is something I've been talking about for the last few weeks. I'm telling you, the franchisees are the ones that will change everything. Yep. 
if the parent company decides to do something, these are local chains. They're owned by your McDonald's, your your Burger King, whatever it is. They're owned by local people. Coca-Cola distributors, bottlers. Huh? What? Yeah, the co- Coca-Cola bottlers and distributors are usually locally owned. Huh. Yeah. In fact, they're they're always, always locally, locally owned. owned and operated. Right. That's weird. Your local Coca-Cola huh. bottler and distributor. Huh. I wonder if they agree with Coca-Cola. Anyway, um, I've been talking about this in a for the last few weeks let me give you an update on ben and jerry's so ben and jerry's we know uh have been getting heat from their franchisees and they're saying to them you're killing us okay 30 of them have sent a letter to ben and jerry owned by unilever Asking him to, can you re-examine and, and withdraw your boycott decision? Because it's killing us. Now, Unilever, uh, of course, a big company, they don't care. Ben and Jerry, they really care. So, you know, Unilever said to Ben and Jerry, hey, uh, should we stop this? Well, Ben and Jerry sent out a company memo to the franchisees inviting them uh, this last weekend to join us for a listening and learning opportunity and respectful discussion with author and Middle East expert Peter Beinhardt. My gosh. The guy who called uh, called for the elimination of Israel. Yeah, well, he said he doesn't believe in the state of Israel. Right. So, right. so, you know, I, I, can under, I don't believe in Canada, you know. <laughs> you don't? No. Uh-uh. No, it's, I'm pretty no. sure it's there. No, nope, I no. don't believe in it. Okay. All right. I haven't believed in it. So if I went up no. there, it'd just be a vast wasteland. There's just no people, a, no yeah. cities. I mean, there no. might be people up there claiming to be Canadians, but okay. they're not. They're not. They're not. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in Canada. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he's... Uh, Kind of a little bit or maybe a lot into the uh, boycotting of uh, Israel and the destruction of Israel. So now I'm putting myself, put yourself in the place here, Pat, of you're just a local franchisee owner. Okay. And I'm Ben Mm -hmm. or Jerry. Yeah. And I say to you, hey, local franchisee owner, uh, would you just join me for a learning opportunity? <laughs> With the guy who's calling for the elimination of Israel? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. No, I will not be doing that. You, you'll not be doing no, that. No. I I d- but it's going to be I a civil and respectful discussion. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a learning opportunity for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you feel as though Ben or Jerry might be talking down to you a little bit? A little from, bit. From their ice cream castle? Yeah. 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 But it's a learning opportunity. You, right. You can learn. <laughs> From Peter and me, Ben or Jerry. Wow. So Sounds anyway. like a great opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But again, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Well, the, they got on and uh, they, um, you know, he, uh, he, you know, he, 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 well, he said a few things about, you know, the occupied territories that it was an offensive war. Uh, and now I don't remember the 67 war, you know, how old was I three? Uh, so I don't remember Israel on the offense 
of that war. Do you? Uh, uh, no, I, I remember that they were attacked by many Arab nations. In fact, all of them? All of them. All of them. And yeah. they did finish it. They didn't start it, but they, yeah, they, they did finish they it. Did. They finished it quickly. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And then they got sick and tired of being attacked uh-huh. uh, from Judea and Samaria. Yeah. And that's why they now say, uh, yeah, no, we're say, not giving it back. Yeah. It's yeah, not yours anymore. That's ours again. Yeah. You want to kill us. So mm-hmm. anyway, so here's the thing. Concerned franchisees of the ice cream company recently sent a letter to Ben and Jerry's Jerry's asking leadership to reconsider the decision to halt Jeez. product sales in the West bank. It only distorts the situation on the ground. It has imposed and it will continue to impose substantial financial costs on all of us. Now, see, how is this happening? Unilever is not done with this, I guarantee. Now, if we all called Unilever, what's it going to do? Really, what's it going to do? But if you went to a local franchisee and let's say, I don't want to target anybody, Mm Coca-Cola, and you went to the the local distributor, maybe you even know them. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they go to your church or they they go to your I, whatever you do and they do. I don't know mm-hmm. Coca-Cola bottlers, so I don't know <laughs> what their lifestyle is like. But you happen to you happen to know them. Yeah. Um, chances are they don't agree with be less white. And uh, mm-hmm. if you said, you know, uh, we're going to stop ordering all of the stuff from you. Uh, because you're a Coca-Cola bottler, and uh, so we don't want any of your product in it. Not that we won't have any Coke products. We won't have <clears throat> any of your product because you are doing business with Coca-Cola. And they'll say, we're, but we don't have anything to do with it. We're just a local. I know, and that really sucks, doesn't it? But I won't have anything to do with you, my local neighborhood friend. And the minute... They change or you change. I'm doing business with you because I like you. I just don't like Coca-Cola. And because of that, you are a big reason Coca-Cola exists in my neighborhood. So I'm not going to do business with you. Now, I'm just thinking that the phones Mm. start to ring. You know, yeah, because they start losing local customers. You can't affect Coca-Cola's bottom line. You can't. I mean, if we all did it, but we're not doing it. So if we all did it, maybe. But they're a global. They care more about China than us. So why would the franchisees have an impact? Because they cannot lose their distributors. They don't own the trucks. They don't own the bottles. They don't own the water. They own the formula and the name. It's the local bottlers. The minute you hit the franchisees, the minute you hit the local people, and you just love them to death. I just love you, and we're not, you know, we yes, we are protesting, but we're not going to be violent or anything like that because that's not who we are, neighbor, because we love you. We just don't like the company you're doing business with. And so we're spreading the word. Every company that orders any Coke product, every restaurant 
that doesn't that owns uh, that has a Coke product. We're asking them in our local area not to do business with you. With mm. you. Everything mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. We keep thinking that we have to have some big, massive 30 franchisees are now causing Unilever to sweat because of Ben and Jerry's 30 30 why because most likely these 30 Ben and Jerry's are either owned by people who want nothing to do with that or in the case of New York they're in Jewish neighborhoods and everybody has come by and said we're not doing business with you Get rid of Ben and Jerry's and we'll be back, but we're not doing business with you. And you know what the franchisees are now looking at? Ways out of their contract so they don't have to carry Ben and Jerry's. So they put all this money to be a Ben and Jerry's, uh, uh, you know, franchisee. Well, you know, if one of the burger places started, you know, saying, you know, we're going to start making it with people meat. I think I might want to get out of my franchise and say, yeah, you know, that wasn't part of the deal. So I'm getting out of this. That's what's happening. You have more power than you think. You have the ultimate power. You just have to start thinking locally. Who gets the most amount of pain and has the actual voice that can scream to the company the fastest, not the people behind the counter, not the people delivering stuff, not the people m- making it unless it's the franchisee. That's where you have to concentrate. And believe me, Coke will squeal like a little pig so fast. And suddenly they won't be teaching that you should be less white. It'll be really weird. <laughs> Trust me, focus your effort there. Okay, our sponsor this half hour. We still have not solved. Can we do it before the end of the show? How these two women mm-hmm. in a California women's prison. Now, one of them is transgender. She, she identifies as a woman. She's not the one pregnant. No. Which I knew that transgendered women could get pregnant. Science states that clearly. <laughs> But I don't know how she impregnated the other woman. Yeah. Don't know. It's confusing. It's a mystery to science. Gold and silver. Hard to believe that people still uh, don't know you can retire on this stuff, let alone that it is such an important hedge against insanity in an insane market. But when you see the dollar and how they're spending, by the way, listen to today's podcast. Listen to hour number two. Carol Ross, she was fantastic explaining exactly what's going on in our world financially. You are going to lose so much money on your retirement. If you have all of if you have all of your retirement in dollar denominations, uh, you know, or any kind of paper fiat currency, uh, you're going to lose a lot of it quickly, quickly. I want you to call Goldline and see if it is right for you, gold or silver. This week only, Goldline will ship you five free one-ounce silver Goldline bars just for completing the application. So you get you get some of these. These are silver bars. You get five of these silver bars. 
You ask them uh, how to get those delivered directly to your door. They're standing by to take your call. All you have to do is just complete the application that you're interested in gold or silver. They, uh, they're also bonus medals when you complete the buying process. So they're doing everything they can to sweeten the deal. So you will at least look into it. Please look into gold or silver as a hedge against insanity, 866-GOLDLINE. Call them. They're waiting for your call right now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Yeah. We are known for our science, too, here. And I just can't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, you can't really? Can't Still? Hmm. Oh, can't do it. Can't Maybe... Like a scientist could call us, and let us know how this happens, because it is strange. We have a scientist. We could maybe we maybe maybe yeah maybe. By the way, um, I don't know if you know anything about uh, Doctor McCullough. Do you know who he is? No, he's a guy who has been talking about. He the, they say he's spreading false information about COVID. Okay, I, whatever. Okay, so don't go to Doctor McCullough. I don't even know this guy, but I was really disturbed by uh, what he said online. I want you to listen to this. Cut one. My goal and passion has always been about supporting you and helping you take control of your health. And I'm beyond thrilled that there are hundreds of millions of people who have benefited from what I've shared over the years. These were the times when many of the views I presented were criticized and controversial, but that's to be expected. That was one of the great freedoms we enjoyed. We could have different views and we could speak openly about these views without any fear of retribution. But we are now in a different time, mm. a much darker time. In fact, the silence of free speech is now definite. Never in my life would I believe the media would call out 12 Americans in a McCarthyism-like attack in the United States. And as you are aware, I was placed at the very top of this list. The last week has brought a tremendous amount of reflections to me and a lot of unacceptable threats to a company full of amazing people that have helped me support you in this journey. By now, I'm sure you know that there was a recent New York Times article attacking me and it was one of the most widely distributed stories in the world. The article was loaded with so many false statements made about me and my organization. So the course of action I am now forced to take is to remove my entire archive of articles. I know, 25 years worth of blood, sweat, and tears coming down. I can hardly believe I'm saying these words. It's a testament to just how radical things have degenerated in the recent past. We are at a crossroads where change is unavoidable. We all must make choices that determine our future. And to many, this looks like war, but what we need is to find peace. And I'm going to find peace through this sacrifice. Stop, so I just want you to know, I don't, I, again, I don't know or care what this doctor says. Okay, he's an osteopath. Osteopaths sometimes believe in things that I don't believe in. Um, you know, Chris Cuomo was being treated by a doctor who uses astrophysics, power from the stars. I'm not making mm -hmm. that up. Mm -hmm. That's fine if that's what 
if that's what he wanted and he thought was the best thing, fine. Mm. She treated him with soup. Soup. <laughs> She's not under attack. Now, this guy is. He's been okay for 25 years. But now because of COVID, he's banned. He's got to stop all of his all of his talks. The AFD has to take them all offline because now people are going through it and saying, ah, here's another thing. I assume. Oh, okay. What world do we live in? What America do we live in where the CDC can write laws? What happens when the Department of Defense wants to write a law or two? Or the Department of Education wants to write a new law? Or, or the, uh, the, the, uh, the Federal uh, uh, Securities Commission wants to write a law? Or the FCC wants to write a law? When does this stop, gang? When? This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Look, I'm assuming you've worked hard your whole life to get where you are today. And I'm certain that you know the value of a dollar. And if you're like me, you hate to spend more on something than you really need to. You probably also love the feeling of actually saving money. If you're a homeowner and all of these things are ringing a bell with you, you need to take just 10 minutes out of your day today. Don't put it off. Call American Financing. Take 10 minutes and let their mortgage consultants do a free mortgage review for you. Entirely possible that you're paying more than you need to in monthly interest on your mortgage. And it's equally possible that they can get you a lower rate on a refi. Now, you know what that would mean? Saving hundreds of dollars a month, maybe as much as a thousand. Call them today, AmericanFinancing.net at 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. It's 800-906-2440. Get Glenn, Stu, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. Several stories I still want to hit. Um, The teachers union head, um, Randy Weingarten, has uh, said they've got to get the kids back into school. And she she has worked hard to she's pledging that the kids are going to come back to school, you know, as soon as they negotiate the vaccine mandates uh, and other uh, COVID-19 mitigation strategies. But as soon as they do that, they are ready. Um, You know, she says the the combination of vaccines, I think, are a big game changer and uh, and it's good. But so many kids aren't able to get the vaccine, so they have to have the mask mandate mandates. You know, in schools, in schools, then there has to be, you know, test and trace and track and we have to have good ventilation. Uh, We can't be expected to go back to work like the rest of America and do that. Um, And she says, you know, I, I 
we you know our teachers just want to see more proof on these vaccines and they want to hear from their doctors and um and that's why we have to negotiate these also um you know she reiterated um her uh, union's commitment on teaching political agenda uh you know called history um she said the history that, uh, you know, they're now producing is patriotic. It's patriotic for students to uh, analyze truth from propaganda. And uh, we're just giving them context to uh, analyze what's going on these days. And they'll have their own opinions, but they need to know what slavery was. They need to know why we have the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment. Uh, you know, we need to know the reasons uh, for the causes of the insurrection on January 6th. And it's our obligation to teach the causes of january 6th so let's just teach them honest history and accurate history and let them draw their own conclusions and by the way uh, stop trying to bullying teachers to keep them from teaching the truth um critical race theory is not being uh, uh, taught in k-12 through students hmm, that's weird because that's the opposite of what she said several times uh, in virginia an elementary school shared on its website and then removed a radical educational video in uh, during the summer that suggests police are dangerous to be around. Now, uh, again, this is an elementary school. This was for kindergartens uh, classes and students. Uh, and uh, in the clip, woke kindergarten uh, uh, safe. I feel safe when there are no police. Hmm. that's that's uh that's weird that's weird now a lot of people are standing up again against it in virginia they've just about had enough of it um and we're watching those parents and what's happening in virginia uh, but there's also a mom that is in rhode island and she just wanted to know what the teachers were going to teach her daughter well it has been interesting uh to watch we've had her on before and, uh, you know, they they said, well, we can give you all of that information. But I think it was seventy five thousand uh, dollars to be able to get all of that information. They had to charge her that just to tell her what they were going to teach. She uh, didn't do it. And now. The uh, teachers union is now suing. This mother for asking questions about CRT, the curriculum at her daughter's school, we decided we would talk to. Her attorney, uh, general counsel from the uh, Goldwater Institute, John Riches. Hello, John. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. So I can't believe this story. It gets more and more bizarre and completely out of control. Uh, she, yeah. she asked for some documents. They first sent her documents, said she has to pay $9,000 for them, all almost entirely blacked out, like it's a Pentagon paper. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is this is truly one of those. This can't be true types of um, cases. Yeah. As you said, at first, all she did was ask her superintendent, what are you going to teach my incoming kindergartner? And is it, is it going to include things like critical race theory? Instead of just answering her questions, they channeled her into this formal legal process where they stonewalled her, told her they were going to charge her thousands of dollars. And then, if, as if that wasn't enough, the NEA uh, the National Education Association, a $300 million a year organization, filed a lawsuit against her simply for requesting these records. It's a, just an astonishing assault on open government, on parents' right to know what their kids are learning. So this isn't, John, I don't know how you look at this, um, because this is much, 
much more than a lawsuit against a you know a a, a mom. This is this is game changing if this is allowed to stand, right? I I view it that way. I mean, look, I mean, just just on the legal side, this is nonsensical. It turns the public records law on its head. These laws were meant to open government up. They're meant to protect the public. They're not meant to be used against the public. But yeah, I mean, this is this is a real brazen assault um, on parents everywhere. I mean, and I think what it shows, um, Glenn, look at this group has so much money. Do they have nothing better to focus on? Like, maybe perhaps educating our students than harassing and intimidating parents. It's a pure harassment uh, technique. This union doesn't care about kids. They don't care about the parents. They care about driving a, a radical political agenda. So they're, they're saying that uh, they had to sue her because of the sheer volume of requests and concerns about teacher privacy. So they're saying they're protecting the teacher's privacy. Well, yeah, I mean, here's what's interesting about that. That's not the way the public records law works. I mean, typically what happens is a member of the public will submit a records request and then the government entity, in this case, the school district, will review the request. If there's anything in there that involves private information, and by the way, she didn't request any private information. She requested public information about public teaching duties. But if anything is in there that's included in an email string or something like that, the government entity redacts it, takes it out and produces the records. Here you have a third party that's not even part of the public records process coming in and saying, no, no, I'm going to sue to stop you, records requester, from getting public information. If this is allowed to stand, um, it it completely inverts the presumption of transparency in the way public records processes work. So you, I mean, this is the kind of stuff you do for a living. Odds that this actually even makes it to court? I, I do not see this uh, getting very far in court. I mean, we are going to immediately um, move to get this uh, this uh, thrown offensive out. case thrown out. And then what? How do we? I mean, how do we get access to our own children's information? We're still pursuing. Uh, so we have so we have sort of some parallel options as well. We're still pursuing the underlying records, and we're going to get answers to Nicole's questions. I mean, she has a right to know what her daughters uh, would be taught, and and we're going to find that out. So you know, we're going to do that through the public records law, through the open meetings law. We're going to hold this district accountable, and we're not going to stand for this union uh, special interest. How how how. I mean, this is so pervasive now. We have the CDC writing laws about, you know, renters and landowners. This is, if that's allowed to stand, the Department of Education can write its own laws. Uh, every administrative office can start to do that. And it, it doesn't seem to be getting better. Uh, the, uh, I mean, how, how convinced are you that our our courts are going to handle these things the way they should. Well, we spend a lot of time thinking about this problem, Glenn, this problem of the administrative state of unelected bureaucrats creating the law, interpreting the law, enforcing the law. Look, I don't know about you, but when I was in high school civics, I learned that we got three branches of government. The legislature creates the law, the executive enforces it. But when you have things like the CDC creating rules, investigating the rules, enforcing alleged violations, 
you have one branch of government making all the decisions, and that's not the way separation of powers works. I think there's all sorts of legal opportunities out there to challenge this this sort of overreach. Many of these cases are moving moving through the process. I think we have a very good U.S. Supreme Court that gets the problems of uh, administrative law, um, and I think there's going to be a lot of uh, positive developments in this area. The, the optimistic side of me believes that this is an area that's that's very ripe for reform. We're talking to John Riches. He's general counsel for the Goldwater Institute that was started uh, by Barry Goldwater, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a trust that he started. Um, and uh, and John, you know, you say there's a lot of opportunity. But are there the attorneys out there that are looking for this fight? I mean, uh, I've talked about it on the air before. We had one of the best First Amendment right attorneys. I've had him for 20 years. They just dropped us because it will cause too many problems with other clients that they have. Uh, yeah, I mean that is that is an unfortunate that is an unfortunate case where that comes up frequently in in private practice. Look, if, if we want to look on the bright side of this, Glenn, there there are an enormous amount of public interest groups. So private organizations like the Goldwater Institute, like the Institute for Justice, Pacific Legal Foundation, you name it, that have lawyers on staff that take cases uh, specifically. Um, dedicated to limited government protecting individual liberties, um, I think that I think that that is a very positive development. But look, we need more than that. We need private sector lawyers willing to take these cases on and not be afraid of the consequences to clients or whatever misperceived public appearance issues they think uh, might be might exist. This kind of stuff, where you're being sued by the NEA, uh, that scares regular parents then they makes them go i i don't want to get involved in all of this i i just i just want to keep going what advice right. do you have well i mean that that is exactly why the nea did it right it's the, the process is the punishment my advice and it's uh, i think it's difficult but um it's to be tough to stand up uh to ask questions we all deserve a right uh, we all have a right to know what our parents are going to learn. We all have a right to know what our government is up to. Nicole uh, Solis, our client, is an incredibly tough, dedicated um, uh, person. She's not going to take no for an answer. She's going to keep the fight going. And it requires uh, active, actively engaged citizens like that to, to get these sorts of answers and to hold our government accountable. John, thank you very much. John Riches, General Counsel for the uh, Goldwater Institute. Thank you so much. We'll talk again. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. We have gotten to a very interesting place in our history as a nation where our technology is so amazing, we can literally choose between businesses that connect us to the entire world. So given that you have a choice, let me ask you this. Why are you staying with the big mobile companies like Verizon when they actively promote and donate to leftist causes like Planned Parenthood? Why are you still with them? Stop dealing with Big Mobile. Make the switch because you don't need them anymore. Patriot Mobile believes in the kind of conservative causes, the kinds of American causes that you and I do. They're on the same towers as everybody else, so you're not sacrificing anything. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans. You're probably most likely going to save a good deal of money. The service, the customer service, is um, uh, better than the big guys with the coverage about the same. Why wouldn't you go with a company that donates to causes that you believe in? Let's ask Big Mobile. Do you hear us now?
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck and save 972-PATRIOT. 888-727-BECK. On tomorrow's program, uh, I want to do a couple of things. I want to know what your red line is. I think I found my red line, and uh, we are unfortunately approaching it. Um, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about our red lines. What do they have to do before you go, okay, uh, that's enough. The other is um, I also want to talk to people. You know, I'm so tired of people saying that they can't make it, they can't make it, they can't make it, and they've been oppressed. I'd like to talk to some people who have been oppressed. I want to open up the phones tomorrow to you. If uh, let, let's let's take it by category. Um, you grew up as a as a dirty little orphan, and you had all these things go against you. Did you make it? Tell me how you made it. Tell me where your life is now. I want to hear from people who have made it from the worst, most discriminated for any reason. The worst situation to where you are now. And that could be I'm still not in a great financial place, but I'm happy and I feel successful um, like that on tomorrow's program. I want to leave you with Ben Shapiro. He was on um, uh, Politically Incorrect over the weekend and he was talking to MSNBC's Malcolm Nance and they were talking about CRT. Listen. You know, when my great-great-grandfather ran away from slavery to join the 111th U.S. Colored Troops and fight against the South, keeping human beings as slaves, he didn't think, you know what, in 150 years, my great-great-grandson's going to have to sit on stage and argue with a guy who thinks all that's bull****. All right? controversy the controversy that's made up is people saying that this is being discussed this is being taught in schools and that kids should be that's that's, that's not true it's not even a real controversy the fifth largest school district in america clark county just decided that they were going to lower standards with regard to testing because they wanted to alleviate disparities in outcomes that is an outgrowth of critical race theory can you draw a straight line to it yes hundred percent. Because when you say that the meritocracy is an outgrowth of white supremacy, and then you suggest that I'm somehow denying that slavery took place or that your great, great, great grandfather was a hero because I'm saying that I want people tested when they are in school to see if they are good at school, then then what you're purporting to push now is just nonsense. I'm sorry to shoot Malcolm. It's just No, it's but I think it's also a leap to say that he thought that was because that's not what it is. I mean, we're talking. Are we talking about 2021? Are we talking about 1861? Because the point is, can we talk about 1861 and 2021? Yes, we can. And, and you just I, did. I, I don't know. Who, I don't know who is. Then, I don't know who's against talking about history. Well, I mean, I, I mean, understand that they want to. You know, in Texas, they're talking about oh having references to the Ku Klux Klan. They're talking about right. removing. Well, I mean, come on. That's Texas. If, I mean, how can you watch Forrest Gump without even knowing who Nathan Bedford Forrest is, right? I mean, these are people who are historical figures who did bad things. No one is actually saying we want to go back and erase everything and restart and talk to you about these things. Critical race theory is a subject because the Republican right has made it a subject. Unbelievable. I have to hand it to Ben Shapiro. I don't know how his head doesn't explode because mine would. Mine would. I've been asked to be on Bill Maher a thousand times. Nope. My head would explode. But congratulations to uh, Ben Shapiro riding in and setting the record straight.